and welcome to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast once again with your boy Dabby Lips and as always my man Gio. Hey man. Hashtag where's Demo? Yes, we're Demo-less. So we invited him to be like a, a permanent third member and then two weeks after we make it all official, he just bails on us to get his hair done as well, you know, like his hair. <laughs> yeah, well, all right. Do you know what I mean? I we got just got... <laughs> I got mine done and I got cheesecake right before this. <laughs> cheesecake. Taco Bell, if you're listening, he doesn't mean it. He, he still wants sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wrestling week that has been uh, all in build, I suppose, for Elimination Chamber um, and a couple of other news bits and pieces. I think we'll start, though, with AEW this week. Um, Tony Khan put out a tweet saying, watch Dynamite. Was it Dynamite? Or watch Rampage. Got a big announcement. And I know some people that stayed up to watch this announcement. And the announcement turned out... Watch no, next no, week. <laughs> no. It's not some people. Go on. Damo stayed up uh, with Toaster, who was a guest a couple of weeks ago to watch this big announcement and the announcement was another announcement for next week announcement like first up someone's got to take tony khan's twitter away like he has to stop like he's just not very good at it like i love what he's doing with wrestling and like how involved he is but no more tweets please okay enough (laughs) put it out there but obviously then him saying um, superstar is uh, someone's debuting, stepping through that forbidden door, blah, blah, blah. Who do you think it is? Lots of rumors. And then I, I, who I want it to be isn't going to be who it is, but who, who's your gut feeling that it is? Uh, Gargano. Oh, you think it's Gargano? Is he still not under 90 days or is he done now? I don't think he had a 90 day because oh, he his just contract ran out. Yeah, his just ran right out. But does that come across, though, like he put a big sort of forbidden door thing, like that would make it feel like somebody's like there. I want it to be Josh Alexander. Because I know he's Let's, got some contract stuff going on with Impact. I want it to be Alexander. Wait, my thoughts with Killing Cross is the dude is coming off like a big bitch right now. Yeah, so I don't think it would be Cross. Jeff Hardy, I think, is still March, isn't it? He's still under no compete. I definitely don't think it's Jeff. I mean, everyone seems sure it's Keith Lee. I don't see how that is a forbidden door thing myself because he's not wrestled anywhere, like in ages. But, uh, yeah, the rumors seem to be Keith Lee. I want it to be Alexander. Everyone seems to think it could be Hardy. I just, I, I have to wait and see. I mean, Gio's saying Gargano. I mean, it could be Gargano. I don't know, though. But we'll see. Because he did say, but isn't his 90 day? Yeah, his 90 days up on the 26th, I think. So, yeah, it was up. I think it was up on the 26th, 27th, to be I, fair. So he's about a week over it. Ross just keeps Everything he does, he's just whining on every interview. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Scarlet's been a bit weird. Like I, I can't, I, I can't see them fitting in AEW. I think they'll be better doing like the Mike Canellis, Maria Canellis routes. Myself crossing that. I think that they'll do. They'll make more money and they'll it, get better booking doing that kind of stuff. Character, they messed up that part of my character. That's all I've been reading about him whining. Mm. 
Yeah, 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 they have. They really, they really have. Both of them, I think. And I was a big fan of Scarlet Bordeaux. Um, but yeah. So we have to wait and see. I, I, I want it to be Alexander, but I, I, I can't see it being cross. It's probably Keith Lee. But yeah, I can't see it being cross. Here's the thing. I don't blame WWE for the way they used him. When you injure yourself, not, you know, you, you injure yourself after being given a big fucking push, you're not going to be trusted again. It's what happened with Bauer. Mm. You know, regardless if it was Bauer's fault or not, he was given a rocket. He got hurt and he proved that he can't, you know, he can't do it because he gets injured. He's, it's the same as the Tommy. How many times did they give the Tommy pushes and then the Tommy got hurt? Yeah. He's still getting hurt in, in Japan. Yeah. Um, so, like, I don't, I don't blame them for being like, here's the goofy mask. Yeah. Maybe you'll be a mid-car guy. Uh, yeah, I like... I, I... I think he is just a mid-card guy myself, though. Like, he might have been a star in NXT, but there was a couple of matches in NXT, and I'm like, I don't think you're as good as people think you are. But here you go. So here's the names mentioned. There's been a report come up, the Forbidden Door signing. So the consensus backstage is that it'll be Keith Lee. Won't be Jeff Hardy because he's under no compete until March the 9th. And it won't be John Morrison. Um... Because his non-compete doesn't uh, expire till later this month. Uh, Keith Lee is free and clear to go, as is Cross. Uh, Johnny Gargano is also reported, but Johnny Gargano has said about his status, he's made it clear that he's just solely focused on Candy, Candice LeRae's pregnancy, and she's due to give birth soon. So he's not yeah. doing anything apparently to after that. One name that has just come up, potentially, is Jay White. Interesting. I could maybe see that being that, and that's a name that hasn't actually been mentioned that much. I mean, because he has, you know, he has been at events recently. He has been doing other stuff. I mean, he did turn up at Impact. Um, so, yeah, tomorrow night, Dynamite. Everyone's going to be watching, I think, because we want to see who the new one is. I mean, it could be Jay White. It could be. It could be. That's actually not a bad shout. But, yeah, they're the names being mentioned. But everyone backstage... Seems to think it's going to be Keith Lee, so yeah, fingers crossed. Well, we'll get some. We'll we'll find out. It won't just be another tweet about <laughs> about it, right? Quick touch on SmackDown. Um, SmackDown again, very solid show. But the big return, I think we're all talking about, is uh, Goldberg is back again. Like, I want Goldberg's job. Like, you can just, like, walk up and go, give me a title. I like it. This is what I'm saying. Logistically, Goldberg is his own general manager. Because he just walks in and says, give me a title. And he gets it. Yeah. The thing, and the thing is, they've threatened Goldberg reigns for, what, now two years? They've tried to do this match. You know, the well, first COVID it was, WrestleMania it was meant to be. Gonna, it's just, you know. done at the COVID, the COVID mania. Yeah. Um, so just get on with it. Just do it and it'd be fine and we can move on. Um, but yeah. It's a, it, it makes sense because it'll be another legend that Roman Reigns puts under his notch. Yeah. 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 Which I'm telling you is part of 
a mini gimmick that they got going on here is that he's beating all these like these these legend type guys like Edge and all of them, and it's gonna lead to the Rock. Yeah, I think so. Because it feels like you know, because obviously they want to do Becky Ronda next WrestleMania, they want to do Rock Reigns next WrestleMania. It feels almost like this WrestleMania is just a build to next year's. <laughs> like, just feel like that. I <laughs> I did like the closing segment of SmackDown. Yes, I mean, which, sure. yeah. Sure, Sonya Deville coming out and being like, yep, got a letter here from Becky Lynch. Um, don't worry about it. She's fighting Ronda. Ronda's totally fighting Becky. And then she was all like, well, then I guess I'll fight Sasha Banks. And then Ronda came out and was like, yeah, no, you're fighting me. Yeah, it was different. Um, it was a bit painful in places, though, just because I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It was a little bit painful. But, that, like, the whole show, like, the beginning bit, the first match, the Rich Holland. So, I like Rich Holland, but he's going to hurt somebody. He's I like very that. clumsy, isn't he? Like, during that Ricochet match, I was like, oh, my gosh. And then in the tag match, it got no better. And I was like, hey, what? Him and Sheamus are like a dollar store version of the bar who just wear, like, <laughs> little caps, little bobbies. Yeah, but Rich Holland's very, very reckless. Like, I think he's going to hurt someone, and I don't know. He's and then the rest of it, I, I don't know. He's already hurt himself twice. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, then the rest of it was just much of a muchness, you know? Um, Big E is obviously now officially back as tag team wrestler from the news I was reading. I... His main event thing is over. Like, how... I had a conversation with someone. Now, I, in part, blame fans for this with the Big E thing. Like, I just don't think... I just feel that, yeah. I I don't think he's going to remain in the tag. I think he's doing it until Woods is back, and then he'll go back to doing single stuff. I think it's more of Woods is out hurt, and he's just covering for Woods right now. Yeah. I mean, SmackDown was obviously a little bit different because there was a big ice storm on it and a lot of the travel plans of people um, just all got a bit messed up. Um, I don't know. Oh my yeah. Hold on. What if the Forbidden Door, right? Oh, here we go. It's back to this. Here, Shame out of mine. nowhere. <laughs> here comes the money place and he just comes out dancing. Fresh <laughs> Jordans. Can you imagine if it's Shane? Um, because obviously that was on my notes of things before we get to Raw. Obviously, Shane was quietly let go. So because apparently, from what I'm reading, he's gone a bit rogue on this year's Rumble. Um and no, nobody apparently. else was there to like stop him or something from the bits I'm reading, is that Shane's obviously had some say in the last couple of rumbles, yeah. and they left it like that this time. But apparently he went a little bit rogue because there was no Tyson Kidd, there was no Triple H, there wasn't anybody yeah. else, was there? Like that normally does the stuff. Like the women's one, they had to call in Finley really quick, um, because like, and then Shane obviously booked himself to like throw out Biggie and Kevin Owens and whatever the hell that was. The WWE officials and Vince McMahon or whatever like warned Tony Khan, if you want Shane McMahon. Good fucking luck with the fucking ego you're going to get. 
Because, like, from the bits I've read about the Rumble and the way it was booked, I can I can put two and two together, and and it feels like what is coming out is true. Um, but yeah, Shane apparently quietly let go because I'm now not going to get my Seth Rollins versus Shane match, which I'm very upset about. I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> um, but yeah, so on to Raw this week. I actually quite enjoyed Raw. I thought the spelling bee at the beginning was funny. I, I, I shouldn't laugh at that stuff. I really shouldn't. And I should say, fuck my life when I watch it. But I laughed. I can't, that, that, I can't help it. Right. Chad Gable swooshes. <laughs> I just, like, I know people, like, mock this stuff. But I don't know. Like, I, I need it sometimes. I need that kind of stuff, you know? Oh, man, it's good, though. <laughs> Especially after the shitty paper. When did you get to the review I watched? Because this is nothing compared to that. Yeah. And then it led on to, I thought, what was a really good match between the Prophets and Alpha Academy. I actually thought it was good. Um, I thought the match was quite good. Even Dawkins, who I've been very critical of, as you know, I actually thought Dawkins looked quite good. Um, so, yeah. I thought it was all right. I quite enjoyed it. Um then AJ Styles, Damian Priest. I hate these. I hate these championship contender matches. I hate them. I hate them. Just saying it. But just put the people you want to put in the elimination chamber. So it isn't Styles in the chamber, and now he's the number one contender for the US title. But I will say this is the first time that I've looked at Damian Priest and thought he may have been a little out of his depth because i felt like aj styles carried the whole match he did it well and the match is worth watching but if you're looking at it as a where priest is i mean the man just literally had his hand held through perfection for me um aj is something else like i would say aj should be in the conversation as one of the best out there like just for the in-ring story and selling and work and Everything. AJ is amazing. And I really want AJ versus Edge at Mania. Like, I want it. Like, that match has to happen, you know? Before Edge can't do it anymore, we have to see AJ versus Edge. They can't mess that up. Book it. Because it was perfect. If you watch it, for me, that match is almost perfect because of the way AJ was in that match. It was amazing. Um, bit of Seth and Owen stuff. My guess is that they're going to do a match. I mean, if one of them's champ, maybe. I'm guessing that's why they're doing the Owens might not even be at Mania thing that Pierce did with him and Rollins is mocking him. I mean, maybe maybe Seth comes out of the Elimination Chamber as champ. Um, I don't know, because then what do you do with Bobby Lashley? Like, it's, it's weird. Then, for me, one of the most, again, one of the most perfect sort of bits, Ray and Miz, Miz TV, Miz, when he is like this, you can put Miz against anybody and he'll make you interested in the match. Like Miz versus Absolutely. Dominic or Miz versus Ray isn't something that you would want to see. But because of how he was in that, I now want to see it. You know, you could book him against anyone and he would make you want to watch the match. Now, I got a DM today saying for us to give her opinion on... Miz in the conversation as one of the best heels ever. 
Would you consider him when you're thinking of great heels? Is he top five, top ten? Where would you put him? Well, he's definitely top five. Yeah, because that as is, yeah, he just like the comment of you know <laughs> Dom's a little taller than Ray. Are you sure Eddie's not your father? <laughs> oh no, Miz! I thought it was great. Um, I feel like obviously it's stuff to put Ray over for the, the game and stuff, I, I do think. And it probably helped lead towards Ray Dominic, which I still hope that they do. It'd be good for Dominic. It'd be good for Ray. But yeah, now I want to see Miz versus Mysterios because of Miz last night on Miz TV. He is, yeah, he's perfect. He's perfect. I mean, the match was stupid, um, but it told the story, I think. Um, and then... I don't know. Right. Women's division right now. So they announced, obviously, this Elimination Chamber women's match where the winner gets to face Becky at WrestleMania or the Raw Women's Champion at WrestleMania. And because of that, do you feel at the minute that the women's matches are just a bit pointless? Like, there's no... There's nothing to them. You know? My argument is there's way too many roll-up finisher in women matches. Yeah. And they're short... Just like this Bianca versus Nikki, like Bianca looked good. Like it just I, I didn't I'm, feel anything thing for is, the match. I'm I'm all for this crazy Nikki Ash superhero gimmick. I like it. Mm -hmm. it. It's a different take on just being a crazy person. She's a crazy person who believes she's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think maybe the heel version of it might help it, like, develop a little bit. I don't know how much legs it's got, depending on how she gets booked, it's I just, suppose, really. But. It's the same with this Bliss character. I am enamored by the way they're doing these promos. Yes. Yes. Bliss does it very, very well. I think Bliss should uh, could do, like, some movies, you know? I, I honestly do. I think I think she, she should be considered where they're doing the next... Maybe they do a female version of the Marine. They can put her in it. <laughs> like, I'm interested to watch, but yeah, you're right. I'm doing it with her being like, you know, especially this week's was great where she was talking about how she counts to four and then calms down. And then it leads to her like throwing somebody across a supermarket aisle. And then she's like, but right after I counted to four and calmed down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, then there was some silliness of Dana putting. Reggie in the in the friend zone, whatever that was. I don't know. I've given up watching that. Um, and then a great match: um, Kevin Owens versus Austin Theory. I think, um, I think it was better than the first match. And I think right now, if ever you was to look at someone and go, "There's a guy reaching for that ring," I think Austin Theory is it. Right now, absolutely. Like, if you, like, take that phrase that Vince has always put and, you know, someone really stepping up, Austin Theory just is is it right now for me. Like, he is really, really good. And if he keeps going away, you'll see him in much bigger matches. Like, it was a great match with Owen. But, like, even when it was there to obviously put Owens over a bit or, like, continue that story, Theory played his part perfect. He reminds me of Orton when Orton first started out with Evolution. Yes. Yes. He could easily be that. Yeah, that is a very good example. Like, the Evolution Orton, 
and what he was doing is very much where Austin Theory is right now. Like Austin Theory right now is is really really good and really really entertaining, and I'm enjoying his matches. I'm enjoying his the way he's selling himself. I like the way he sold himself in the Owens match. Brilliant. Yes, really, really good. Best match of the night, I would think, maybe. Or the AJ Priest. But I think maybe this one, because Theory played better his role than Priest for me. But yeah, amazing. Um, Lita and Becky had a bit of a promo. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not interested in this. And I feel like doing the moonsault to Becky so soon... I don't know. I felt like that could have been saved for the match. Like, have Becky kick out of it or whatever, but I don't know. Twist of Fate, Moonsault, just felt a bit... I don't know. Anyway. And then again, uh, another pointless women's match for me. Uh, match wasn't bad, but it's just pointless. Liv Morgan getting squashed by Piper Niven. Um, but yeah, then the Bliss stuff, as you were saying. Bliss right now, This it's great. Like, she's great. I can't wait to see her back. I'm looking forward to her big return. Um, and then main event of the evening, Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins. Um, match was good. Those two, I want to see more. I think Riddle and Rollins, we will see in the future and see it a lot. Um, but Owens come out of the crowd, attacked Matt Riddle. Um, Orton's music hits, boom, RKO, bam, sets up a tag match, of course, because that's what they do. Um and it wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad tag match. I was really hyped during Rollins versus Riddle, though. So I was a little bit disappointed that it evolved into a tag match. Uh, but it pushed forward the story, I suppose, a little bit of Rollins and Owens and whatever. Um, I think th this Raw, it was... The in-ring action was really, really good. Uh, like, the wrestling, I thought, was really, really good. Um, I don't know. They're just... They're building up for Chamber... Just want to get Chamber out of the way, I think, and see what they're doing for WrestleMania because it just feels like there's so many angles and directions that they're taking things. Like Lesnar being in the title match for Lashley's title when we know he's facing Reigns at WrestleMania and Rollins was on SmackDown ch chasing Reigns and now he's in there for the Raw title. It's just, if you're not going to like, stick to a brand split, don't do it, you know? Like, just don't do it. So I don't know, but we'll see. It was a good show. I, I mean, yeah, the wrestling was good. The wrestling was good. And the commercialist for the first hour, commercialist year. <laughs> um, Matt Hardy's just come out asking if uh, the Forbidden Door, who he thought the, the Forbidden Door person is. Um, I don't think he's the guy that's coming in this Wednesday against Cassidy, although who knows? Uh, Tony Khan's got a lot of money. Maybe he bought out his contract and maybe it's happening early. That is what Matt Hardy said, which is why I don't think it will be Matt Hardy because I don't, I don't see I, that. I think they're I think they're going to turn. I, I don't think it's them. I think they're going to turn on Hardy and join up with Andrade and eventually it's going to be the Hardys versus them. Yeah, I think so. And what I wanted to touch on, Andrade's running AEW. Do you think it's working out? Yes. You you into it? I'm into this whole, like, he wants to buy people's contracts, million-dollar man type deal. But do you just feel it's, like, too much? Like, he's changed, like, three different angles already, like, in the first year? 
I don't know. I'm just, I, I'm not feeling it. I never thought he should have gone to AEW, so maybe I'm biased, I but. Don't like Adam Cole's run. Yeah. I'll say it. I don't like it. Yeah. Because, like, what, like, we were expecting, it's Adam Cole. Like, I felt like, I felt like the stuff he's doing on AEW, he could have carried on doing in WWE. I don't but feel like it's doing, changed anything. He was doing more on NXT than he is there. Well, he wasn't dressing up as a Ghostbuster, you know? He had, title, he had title runs. He was in the main event picture. And now he's just playing fucking sidekick to the Bucks. Yeah. Which is what part of the problem was before, wasn't it? When he stopped, when he left. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe so. Um, yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. I could agree with that. Uh, Cole and... Uh, Cole and Andrade for me. MJF handed CM Punk his first defeat. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, okay, we got. And I, we I got think the, that's good that Punk's got any kind of defeat under his belt. Do you know what I mean? I feel like that's a good idea. I like the way they set and... it up. The old false finish of him strangling him out with a scarf. <laughs> yes. Well, he's a proper hero, he? Like I like we were just talking about a Miz. I think. Ten years from now, you'll be talking MJF in the same oh, same tone, same tone, the, the same vibe that you get about Miz Hill will be MJF in the future, like hundred percent. I get those comparisons because they are very similar. Watch the other program where I don't pay attention. I watched it. I liked it. It was all right. Yeah, no, it is all right. I have my, I have my opinions on things that they do, which I think is fair. You know, like you want to, you want. I was saying to someone the other day, they come in my stream, um, and we were talking about AEW. And AEW, I don't want it to be, I don't want it to be competition. I just want it to be alternative. I don't want to stop watching WWE. I want to watch something else. Like, I want that. Like, and I feel like all of a sudden, both AEW and Impact have maybe realized. That they're not gonna, they're not gonna topple WWE. They're a billion dollar company. They reach out to fans, but maybe there is that alternative market where both where people will watch both. The thing, like I said, the thing that pissed me over AEW is every time they hire somebody else, they push somebody else back down the ladder until you don't see them or they're on one of the other shows. Yeah. When's the last time you 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 really got to see? You know some of the some of the other people. Where's wardrobe in? Mm. Well, that's the thing. If you take away, like, say, last week's uh, dynamite with the punk outside of the punk MJF match, it was pretty average. It was a pretty average show. You know, there wasn't really anything. Is there anything from that match last week that you're remembering? You know, but this is the thing. Was the last time you seen Sunny Kiss? Mm. When's the last time you seen? Any of the, you know, the 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 other women besides maybe one women match a week. Mm, yeah, yeah. Where's Christian? Where's you know, where where's Brian Cage? Where on Rampage is like Thunder Rosa versus Mercedes Martinez. I really want to see that. But then also they've got Ricky Starks against Jay Lethal for the FTW title. Yeah, that was great. Adam Cole versus Evil Uno. That's what it was. But but. I didn't like the Hold Jay Lufal thing. Because I, I will flip you the script on this. Oh. Ricky Starks is a star. 
Oh. I don't know if you did you see the match? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's what I was that saying. Like fin- I watched Adam Cole versus Evil Uno and stuff. And- that finish, dude. The way that he caught Jay Lethal off the lethal injection and hit him with that dominator was crazy. Yeah, okay. Fine. Like, I mean, the timing was perfect. I don't know. I just, I didn't want to see it. I wasn't, I wasn't a but fan. The but the timing is, was great. These are the people they should be focusing on is the Ricky Starks and the Wheelie Yudas and the people like that. Mm. Whereas they're, they're putting all their eggs and all these people that keep getting released and keep coming in. Where, where's Bobby Fish and then Benson's debuting? Yeah. Great. You got a debut from Bobby Fish and, and, you know, was it O'Reilly? Yeah, Yeah, it's O'Reilly on that left. So, you know, you got O'Reilly and Fish there. But what what are they doing? Yeah, yeah. Where's Hager been? Yeah. Well, Hager is useless. For me. But this is my thing is... You hire these people, then they disappear. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? Well, exactly. like, like, if you're like watching uh, Dynamite with Penta and uh, Pack versus uh, King, and, King and Black, and I realized how much I'd missed watching Pack. Like, I missed him. Like, he's so good. Like, he's so good. Um, I, I love it. Um, yeah, it was good to see him back, I have to say. But yeah, um, yeah. You see what I'm like? They hire these guys, and then when somebody else gets hired, they get pushed down and forgotten about. Where's Scorpio Sky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think the next important bit for them is the when they contract renewal, who they let go, who doesn't make it. Because I think they will let some go. I think they I think they realize that maybe there's some there that just hasn't fit, and what direction they need to take. And I think that's going to be the sort of stuff that we're going to start to start to see, you know, because like it was like the punk versus MJF thing is amazing. Like it was amazing. But then there's some there's some people out there, as you say, I don't think Scorpio Sky is going to make it. I don't think there are certain guys that are are good enough for what AEW want to do. Um, Yeah. It was fine. It just I the only but if you want to play devil's advocate, maybe they dragged out Punk and and War and, and MJF because like Wardlow came out after like half an hour, just felt a bit long. Maybe that's more of a personal, um, a personal thing. But yeah, solid solid stuff that AEW doing. Just I thought it other than the MJF Punk, it was a bit average, and I didn't really like Starks Lethal apart from that one move. So yeah, <laughs> right before we get into your review, big news of a new signing. WWE have re-signed. Are you ready? The boogeyman. <laughs> he put a video, a Twitter out because obviously I follow the boogeyman. You know, it's the boogeyman and like his contract and stuff, and him signing it with his like claws and Bro, stuff. Yeah. Did I ever tell? Did I ever tell you about the time I I ran into him at an Applebee's and he was in full gimmick and it wasn't even like an appearance, but the dude was in full like boogeyman makeup and everything. Really? Do you think he just lives in the boogeyman makeup now? And he literally was like, just walking around like, I'm the boogeyman. We were like, what the fuck? What is the boogeyman doing in Applebee's? 
Why? Amazing. Right, it's Applebee's, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, it's happened. There's a few times where I've had random things like that. I ran into Hacksaw Jim Duggan, who's just... Hacksaw Jim Duggan is Hacksaw Jim Duggan with or without his gear on. I'll tell you that. Like, <laughs> me and my friend were at a bar, and it was up there in Glens Falls where he lives, and I guess he was visiting. And, like, he walked in and was like, one round for everybody here, tough guy. Oh, and everybody at the bar is like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just like, oh Jesus. It's a regular thing. The Saxon Jim Duncan just come in and order everybody around. I love that. That sounds like what you'd expect from Hacksaw Jim Duggan. That does sound like what you'd expect him to do. Like, I can believe that. Like I said, I, I've, I've had a few things like that. My best is still IRS. I'll never get over it. Yeah. My IRS meeting is my favorite meeting ever because he came in full gear. My I, I've told you this. My dad paid him because my dad worked at a VCR repair shop. My dad said, my, my boy is a big wrestling fan. I'll, I'll do it for like half off. Just come in full gear and sign an autograph. And he came dressed as IRS and literally knocked on the door. My dad was like, I'm in the back. Can you open it? Like, I opened it. And I was just like, holy shit, it's IRS. And he's just like, <laughs> oh, I'm looking for your father because he owes tax. Because he's a dirty tax cheat. Like, went off on the whole tax cheat promo. And I was just like, you suck. That was like the best meeting ever to have like a promo cut on my IRS for a VCR. <laughs> Amazing. He had the briefcase and everything. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> he was just like this dirty tax cheat owes his taxes. I was just like, you suck, IRS. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Speaking of things that suck. Yo, this is Vince Russo, bro, and I am here to talk about Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast. But if I really want to break it down, if I really want to pick somebody out, I'm here to talk about Geo, who reviews one pay-per-view a week, and usually bad ones. Geo. One pay-per-view a week. Bro, I don't watch one pay-per-view a year. What pay-per-views are you watching every single week, Gio? And I also hear, bro, you only review the bad ones. Gio, newsflash, they're all bad, bro. Whatever wrestling pay-per-view you review is going to be bad. You know why? Because Vince Russo is not booking anymore, Gio. That's why. So you're not going to get any more good pay-per-views anymore. You know why, bro? Because here's the question, bro. Here's the question, Gio. When you're watching these worthless pay-per-views, bro, ask yourself this question, bro. Who books this shit? Who books this shit, Gio? Not me, baby. Not me, bro. It's uh, take it away. Uh, so, Gia, uh, what did you have? I, I can't. You my can. friend gave my, my my buddy gave me this one in. Yeah. Oh, 
Uh, oh. Before we get to the review, there have been a couple of suggestions in the Discord for Gio's reviews. A uh, couple of movies. He will watch them when he's back at his house because uh, obviously he's still away. Um, so give us a couple of weeks to get those. But they are noted oh. and they will be done. Um, but yeah, let's get on to this week's review. What did you have, first of all? Halloween Havoc 95. <laughs> Just to... oh, Yeah. This is, this is terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Because I actually, I actually thought I would join in and I got to uh, the Randy Savage match, which was the second match. <laughs> and I was like, Nope. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Okay. So Halloween Havoc 95 was obviously just before WCW was, was really sort of there. It was, you know, early doors. Um, but let's go. Did you watch the pre-card? Because the pre-card's actually probably better than <laughs> the actual card. But I um, wish I watched. Pre-card. Yeah, like, so on, on the pre-show was Eddie Guerrero versus Disco Inferno, Benoit and Malenko against the Blue Bloods, like Craig Pittman was on the pre-show, like against the VK Wall Street. Oh my gosh. Uh speaking of IRS, he was VK yeah. Wall Street ready. Oh my god, I forgot. <laughs> but that was on the pre-show. Hey. Right. We started off WCW World Television Championship up for grabs. Yes, this is the start of the uh, almost DDP angle. Yes. Johnny B. Bad versus homeless DDP. Well, almost. This was the beginning. Well, this is well, the beginning of his gimmick was DDP ended up winning the television title and then he went to Las Vegas to celebrate and he came back as a like multi-millionaire because he won big at the slots. He won big at bingo or some shit. And he ended up with like all this money and it eventually turns out that it wasn't even his. It was the Diamond Dolls money. Goodness me. But, like, he's walking around with cigars and, like, just living the high life. And Johnny B. Bad had at the fall brawl before this, the paper before this, the fall brawl, he won some number one contender match and was like, yeah, I'm going to fight Sting. And then he didn't show up for the main event or like he didn't show up that Saturday to fight him like they played his music or whatever he didn't show up that he they tried it again he didn't show up so Brian Pillman got the match instead and right after he shows up and they're like start Johnny be bad like this uh the old mean jeans like Johnny you had a big match for a type for a title where were you and he's like I had the shittiest luck Got a flat tire. This sucks. Blah blah blah. And like DDP starts laughing at him, and DDP's goon goes, "You must suck to have four flat tires." <laughs> so they pretty much indicated that they did it because he didn't say it was four, which is the greatest setup. Because they're like, "I said it was one flat tire." <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Johnny B. Bad, which is obviously Mark Mero, but this was the one. So, because I watched this first match, um, a, a, a fake Johnny B. Bad was in the entranceway, uh, a guy called Joey Mags. I've never really heard of him, to be fair. Um, but he was in the entranceway, distracting Paige, and then the real Johnny B. Bad stuck up on him. To be fair, they put on a half-decent match. Like, you know, they did. Um, which Johnny B. Bad won, Mark Merrow, Johnny B. Bad. 
was the new television champion, um, which I thought was cool. Um, and then Randy Savage took on. This uh, match but, only a minute and 30 seconds. Yeah. But and I turned off after this. Awful. Yes. And that's when I was like, no, that this is Geo's job. I'm not doing it. The Zodiac or whatever the hell Beefcake was doing, minute and a half. Randy Savage took to beat him. Minute and a half. It's terrible. It is the worst 90 seconds. Because it feels like a lifetime. It feels like that 90 seconds is the longest ever. Uh, It felt like 90 seconds too long. Yes, it was utter trash. Because the next three matches totaled seven minutes. (laughs) (laughs) On a pay-per-view. Because afterwards was uh, Kurosawa with Robert Parker taking on Hawk. Is Japan guy Manabu Nagasiki, who's actually really big over there? Yeah, because I like so just going back because the beefcake was only in that match because Kamala had quit in it. Yes, so it was meant to be Randy Savage versus Kamala, but Kamala just left, he was gone, quit. Um, and uh, that's also a fan of the. Hop the barricade, didn't he? Tried to get in the yes, room. yes, and yeah. in, in that all that in a minute and a half, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, three three minutes again took to beat Hawk. Then uh, Sabu with the Sheik. God, Jerry Lynn again. Three you know minutes. What, like I like matches. Sabu does a, a flip off the ropes and tries to jump onto JL. Completely misses JL and takes out the fucking Sheik. Yeah, who's like seventy years old and just yeah. knocks. Flat on his back and flat out, like he connects perfect, like for a seventy-year-old man. But yeah, but again, when you see some of the matches Sabu and Jerry Lynn have had, or like some of the, you know, three minutes they got three minutes. Um, and then when it comes into the main events time, so Lex Luger took on Meng, obviously Haku to people that never watched the uh, WCW, um. Right, so the the storyline here was Macho Man had to win his match and Lex Luger had to win his match in order for them to fight each other later. Yeah. And Taskmaster come out, attacked Luger, and uh, got Meng disqualified. Um, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so then that was that. And then Stig and Ric Flair took on Brian Pillman and Arn Anderson. Well, most of it was a handicap match because Ric Flair, quote-unquote, Got attacked before the show. Yeah. Yeah. And like he didn't come out. But it was basically him <laughs> turning on Sting. Doing Ric Flair things. Ric Flair was literally the big show of the 90s. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Sting is just a complete idiot because he trusts everybody. Yeah. This thing. Yeah. This thing. Definitely. But yeah, Ric Flair was, uh, uh, yeah, just turning on him, basically, Rick, doing Ric Flair things. But Sting did pick up the win, to be fair. Um, right, then the sumo monster truck match. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Here I we think go. I, mess- I messaged you live as I was watching this part on Twitch, and I was like, bro, I just seen the big show fall off a fucking building. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was carnage, to be fair. Um they began fighting, yeah, as I say, I mean, yeah, he fell off the side of a building, which I think we were, like, thought, thinking in that money in the bank that Corbin had thrown someone off a building, yeah. wasn't it? Like, you know what the storyline was supposed to go with? He no. was supposed to show up the following night and pull a trout out of his, like, t- 
tights to indicate that he fell into the river. Wow. Wow. Goodness me. Because they don't really show, like, one side's a river, one side's a parking lot. They don't really show which side he fell off of. They kind of just, like, he tips over, falls, and Hulk Hogan's like, oh, my God, brother. Oh, no. Yeah, because he was cutting. So then <laughs> that it was the giant with Taskmaster in his corner against Hulk Hogan. And, and, and then was it a week later that they stripped Big Show of the title because yeah, of the disqualification? We'll yeah. Anyway, so we had Randy Savage versus uh, Lex Luger after the sumo monster truck. Um, so, yeah. So he'd come to the ring because it was just carnage. So Hogan got disqualified for hitting after Jimmy Hart hit the ref. That was the right word it. And then Hart turned on Hogan by hitting him with the belt and joined Dungeon of Doom. But the whole point is, is I think storyline <laughs> wise, Jimmy Hart wrote in the contract because he had like creative control or whatever, like yeah. power for Hogan that he could write in his contract. And apparently, you wrote in that Hogan can lose it via DQ. Yeah, but in between that, I mean. It's probably one of the most awkward moments in pro wrestling history. Okay. Yeah, but anyway, where, then Randy Savage come to the ring to try and save Hogan. Lex yeah, Luger Savage, come I, as well to help save Hogan, but then Luger turned on Savage and put Hogan in the torture act, joining Dungeon of Doom as well. <laughs> and then, boom! Bang! A big block of ice explodes. Oh, yeah, and yeah. this seven-foot-tall fucking mummy the Yeti, the which Yeti. a Yeti is an abominable snowman, not a mummy. Ah, the Yeti. He proceeds to come in the ring, and they, they him and giant dual hug Macho Man to yeah. where it looks like that, they are both humping him. That would probably be, as I just said, for me, in one of my top five most awkward moments of wrestling TV. That Yeti incident because then it was savage that come it was just carnage it was it was carnage and the yeti yeah so he come out and it was like a double bear hug and they're both crushing hogan at the same time and yeah it's just very awkward and then savage come out as did luger luger turned on savage giant took like big show took the belt from the ref and left with it um yeah savage and in the end it, winning it because they won it in it that, that them, 60 it, man battle royale to the, one of the pay-per-views that I'm not looking forward to ever having the review, and those are these the World, World War III clusterfuck 60-man yeah. free-ring fuck-off. Which I'm gonna, yeah. I, I'm, I'm gonna land on one of these one of these weeks, and yeah. they are the hardest things to follow because there's like a three, like it's a picture-in-picture picture of three different like camera angles of three rings. And then, like, the whole thing is is you have to eliminate everybody from the ring. And then the other guys got to eliminate everybody from the ring. And then the other guys got to eliminate everybody from the ring. And the last three all fight in one ring until there's one person left. Listen to that nonsense. But, yeah, I, I remember Savage ended up with it. But, yeah, it's just, it was WCW uh, in the mid-90s. Like, if you've never watched WCW in the mid-90s, I, I applaure you to do it. Because you'll never ask for any of the mid-90s wrestling back. It was it was just, it was awful. It was awful. Right, before we get to pick your new one, let's just announce 
the the known card as it is for um elimination chamber because we didn't actually do that so the matches uh that are confirmed uh wwe championship bobby lashley brock lesnar seth rollins aj styles matt riddle austin theory at the moment elimination chamber match what's your I thoughts i really think riddle's winning it you think riddle i really think riddle's winning it i feel like they're gonna go to that story that angle i just I don't see Lashley. I don't see Lesnar. Styles is obviously going to do some stuff with Priest short term. Theory's in it just to keep, you know, doing his thing. Yeah, Riddle or Rollins for me. Riddle or Rollins win the title for me. Um, but yeah, I think Rollins though myself. Do they go with Riddle? Yeah, we'll see. Because they do want it. They will do Riddle Orton. I know it's coming. You know, they want it to be for the title, which I get. So. Now's the time to do it. Why not? You would get fans back on side by giving Riddle a run. Do that for a little bit. Uh, WWE Universal Championship match, Roman Reigns versus Goldberg. This is Goldberg tick the Saudi box to make the Saudis happy. Roman, that's it. Yeah, Roman surely winning. Yes, yes. And it's it, that's just a tick a Saudi box. Like, I mean, like if anyone I, thinks I have, it's anything else, he only's going to wrestle at the Saudi shows. Like, like it's, I have a feeling it's going to come down to like Brock Lesnar and Riddle, and then Roman's going to fuck him over. Yeah, maybe. Can see that. Uh, Royal Women's Championship: Becky Lynch versus Lita. Again, I think that's just ticker ticker dream match. Do it in Saudi. Get it over with. You know, Becky wins, but I think it'd be good to see Lita go again. One that potentially, just because of who they are, could steal the show a little bit. Usos versus Viking Raiders. I think they'll put on a banger of a match. Um, I could see the Usos losing as maybe that be the shock of the show. I could see them putting the titles on the Viking Raiders. I really could. It would be interesting. Yeah, I think so. It just develop it elsewhere. Usos have had a good run and you could always go back to the Usos at some point. But yeah, I think Ra Raiders win that. Um, and then, of course, the women's one announced Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Dewdrop, Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, Nikki Ash versus one other to be announced. Who do you think is to be announced? Is it a... No, is it just... Is it a tag match or... No, so it's Elimination Chamber match. Belair, Morgan, Dewdrop, Morgan. Uh, no, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Dewdrop, Rhea Ripley, Nikki Ash, and then what versus to be announced, it says. In the Elimination um, Chamber match, winner faces the Raw Women's Championship champion at Mania. My money's on Bel Air and whoever this is to return. Do you think maybe maybe we'll get Oscar? Oscar or Bliss would be my hunch. I'm thinking Oscar because from what I hear, Oscar and Bailey are supposed to be returning within the next few weeks. So, and I think Oscar <laughs> is easier to dress appropriately for Saudi. So I think that would be a good place to do that, you know? But yeah, that, and the winner will face uh, the Royal Women's Championship at Mania. And then, obviously, Drew McIntyre versus Mad Cup Moss, which no one wants to see at all. I'm, I'm just putting it out there. I love Mad Cup Moss and, and Baron Corbin. I do, but I don't want to see it. For all the shit WWE gets for doing these Saudi shows, they really have evolved with the women's matches. Because yes. they went from having... The first one where there was absolutely none to the second one where they were like in burkas to having a title match to now they're going to have an elimination uh, an elimination chamber match with a bunch of women. Yes, and I think that just that just shows like to evolve that 
women's like forefront in a country like Saudi Arabia is huge. Is huge. You know, like, and that has to be respected. Like, as you say, that is a violent match that they're going to put women in. Like, elimination chambers are violent matches. You know, go back in history. They're violent matches. Um, and I thought, and I, I think it'll be good. I mean, I think I think Bianca wins. I think Bianca goes to, on to face Becky at WrestleMania. I do think that's what that will be. Um, I mean, I can see Becky and Asuka having a match. Because, yeah. again, it's, it's history of Asuka took the title from her. Yeah, just got given it, yeah. You know. So Depends, I can see yeah, that. See, I just think that the way they're booking Belair and she's squashing through her magic, I just think it'll be Belair, but we'll see. But yeah, it looks like a good card. I have to say the Saudi cards have got better, you know? Like, I know that obviously Saudi show comes out, comes Goldberg. I know everyone gets annoyed with that, but at least it's only on the Saudi shows. He's not there every week, you know? Now, is that on Saturday? Yes. Okay. That is on Saturday. And here, hold on. We've got, seven, we've got a list of seven. The favorite seven that they think AEW will announce. This has just come in. So the seven they think will be John Morrison, Ember Moon. Wow. Isaiah Swerve Scott. Tegan Knox, Keith Lee. I can see Ember Moon. Oh, Samoa Joe is now being mentioned. I can see Ember Moon because she's got to do that. She's got like a match at something with uh, Thunder Rosa. So yeah, um, could be. I mean, it could be someone from. I mean, I, I saw that Will Ospreay name was men mentioned. I don't think it'll be Will Ospreay. Um, no, he. I know he didn't. He call out John Moxley though for a match. But I think he was just doing that trolling. Um, myself. Uh, but yeah. Uh, and obviously, Tamatonga tweeted out, Hey, Tony Khan, want to burn bridges? I love burning bridges. Hashtag fuck a forbidden door. <laughs> it's just because Tamatonga's a beast. So, yeah, Tamatonga could be, I don't think it'd be Will Osprey. I, I'm, I'm starting to feel like it could be Jay White. Yeah, I could see that. I, I, could, I could, maybe it's not going to be any WWE guy. It could be Jay White. But, I could yeah. see that. Right, let's pick a pay per view. I know you've got two shows. But you need a pay per view. Yeah, yeah. WCW. Even though, I, even though I won't be here next week, it'll be for the following week. So yeah, you WCW staying up? Ah, uh, yeah, I'll stay with WCW. Okay, and I'm keeping in obviously the early NWA stuff. Right, are you ready? Eighty-three to two thousand one. Jim yeah. promotions are included. Right, Watch. ready? I jinxed myself. Watch, it's going to be World War Three. No, you've jinxed yourself. Yeah. Right, say so stop. Stop. 1998. Oh, no. Go. Go. Ugh. Keep going. No, oh. it's too late. All right. Oh, oh. Look at, I can see some of these main events. This is. All right. Here you go. Okay. All right. 98. So, spoiler alert NWO wins. <laughs> All right. Say stop. Stop. <laughs> oh, you're laughing already. Oh, no. <laughs> Gio, remember, I, I love you. We're friends, okay? Just whatever. It's World War Three, isn't it? No, it's Road Wild. Oh, awful. Um, I know. It's Diamond Dallas Page and Jay Leno 
versus Hollywood Hogan and Eric Bischoff. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Jay Leno, I forgot. Oh, it's so bad. What is, what even is this awful card? Right, so it's Meng versus the Barbarian. Uh, Public Enemy uh, versus Dancing Fools. Oh. Perry Saturn versus Raven. Oh, and Canyon in a Raven's Rules match. Rey Mysterio oh. versus Psychosis uh, for a number one contender to the Cruiserweight title. Stevie Ray versus Chavo Guerrero for the TV title. Steve McMichael versus Brian Adams and with Vincent. Oh, my God, with Virgil. Um, in a singles match. Juventude versus Jericho for the Cruiserweight Championship as with Malenko as the referee. That'd be a banger. Goldberg in uh, and Giant and uh, the NWO Battle Royale. Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Conan, Kurt Heddin, Sting, Scott Norton, Lex Luger, and the Giant. Yeah, so they're just... Uh, the NWO Invitational and then... DDP and Jay Leto with Kevin Eubanks from the Tonight oh. Show. Oh my God! He's actually brought the man that plays his guitar on his show against Hogan and Bischoff with the Disciple now, which is still Beefcake and Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> oh God! All right. Oh. oh. Here we go. So here we go. It got an event rating of two point five. <laughs> and then someone says what is shocking is that Jay Leno's match isn't the worst on the card by a long shot avoid <laughs> oh Gio's gonna just come in my stream or come in my discord call me names oh dear yeah four matches are real shockers poor level of professionalism if the if if I have been in charge, I would have quit. <laughs> I got two weeks to suffer this. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, good luck. So, yeah, Road yeah. Wild 98. You and Derek can cover next week's Yeah, and here, you'll be in a dark corner recovering from that card of watching Jay Leno wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, we love the WCW ones. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then, brother. Right. We'll be back next week. Uh, Gio won't be. It'll be me and Damo next week. Uh, we'll yeah, be yeah. going over Elimination Chamber, but I'll touch in with Gio and we'll get like a little heads up on his thoughts just so we can post it. Uh, Gio will be back in two weeks when he will have two movies and Road Wild watched. So it could be a very different version of you that we see in two oh, weeks. Oh, God. <laughs> I've got watching all three. My yeah. God. You've got two weeks, two movies, <laughs> and a pay per view. You have fun, Gio, with your WWE network. Oh, by the way, the two movies are Rum the, the new Rumble movie. Yeah, and new. Frog Down. Yeah. Good luck with that. And Round yeah. World Wild 98. Okay. Well, sucks to be you. All right, my man. Enjoy the rest right. of your time away, and I'll catch you in two weeks. Yeah, yeah.